All right, let's go. Tage Thompson got uh, four goals in the first period. He had five goals, six points altogether. I don't understand how Granado didn't play him in the third period. What, what do you, what, he yeah, played like, 14 minutes? Like he, he, the record seven goals in a game. He had five and he played four minutes in the third period. Well, that's not very nice. I don't know. Do you like, do you think he like would get a little mad at that? Saying, like, let's say, yeah, I, I, if I was Tage, I would get mad. He, and he's got a record that some of these other players said something. I, I like, because, like, let's say, like, when, unfortunately, when Daryl Sittler scored all those goals uh, yeah. against the Bruins, if if Nielsen sat him the third period, he wouldn't have got the ten points. I, I mean, we, you get four, you get five goals. You, you should play him in the third period. Uh, I, I, I just don't understand it. So you think that the player has a right to say something to the coach or another player might say? Well, I don't say, think he'd say anything on that team. I don't think. Okay. Granado uh, would not be a guy I don't think would take that very kindly. He so, he, 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 didn't, he did in the old days that he didn't want to embarrass the other team. I don't know. Yeah. So if a guy like Bobby Schmatz was on that team, would Schmatz go up and say something to the coach? Yeah. Yeah, if I if I I remember he did say something. Ricky Middleton had a bonus, and um, I forget how many goals he. I remember it was in Toronto too. Of all places, Toronto Hockey Night in Canada, and um, and he, and I kept playing and playing and playing and double shifted him. And Harry Harry was sitting up there knew what I was doing, <laughs> and um, he got it. And they all jumped on the ice, and so you were so as a coach, you were kind of aware of bonuses and everything, and uh, records, and, and they like. knew it too. Well, I, I would have to say that if I was a guy on that team, I wouldn't be too happy. Oh, all sorry. right, that's enough about him. Uh, guy that I really like is Latang. He had a stroke, and he was back in twelve days. Yeah, twelve days after a stroke, yeah. and back playing again. You know, not too many guys. He could have taken it easy for the rest of the year. Yeah, taking you know, take a month off and then and come back. But uh, yeah, the, nope. the doctor said he could play. So yeah, so he back, back playing. playing. I think he did that once before. Well, he had he had, he had the stroke once uh, once before. See, yeah. now I would think that doctor's taking an awful chance. That would want to cover his butt yeah. and say, "No, you can't play." Just because if anything ever happens to him, they're going to look at the doctor, wouldn't they? Saying, "Hey, you came back too soon." No, I don't know. I always liked Latang. He he wore. A, uh, he had a suit on uh, in the finals. He wasn't playing in the finals. He was really hurt. And he had, an, had a check jacket on like I had on. So I liked it. I was, in fact, I still have that jacket. I didn't give it to you, Cindy. You didn't? How did I miss that one? I missed. Uh, how did you miss that one? I had, I had to put it away. <laughs> well, so what you, we're talking about, folks, is I, I wiped out Dad's uh, closets, and someday we're going to put them up for auction at well, a coach's closet. And uh, so I took them all out of your place to give you to. Geez, how up many on, did you take that day? I think I took it. Well, we took about 80, 80 or so. <laughs> 80? Wait, is that. I thought there'd be more. <laughs> We should post the pictures of, of uh, having them all up. It's well, where'd a, you put 80 jackets? 
Oh, you can't I, believe it, I hadn't been in Dad's house for a while. And <laughs> the it, closets, it empty now. <laughs> the closets were filled to the brim. Then you had your cedar closet, and then there was another room in the basement. And then, and there was then the, I had it down, downstairs. I had oh, that's where I had most of them. Oh, that's where you had most of them. Yeah. Was so out of those eighty jackets, how many of them would you have worn? I pay. All of them. I wore, I wore all of them. Really? Ah, uh, there was about two I didn't wear. Well, there was the old timer ones that were like the brown ones. Yeah, that, you didn't take the those. <laughs> and they, but you know what? Those the ones that were understated were were suits. You had the yeah, pants suits. and the jacket to match, like yeah. the brown one and the the pinstripe. You had the pants to match, but the wild jackets. Uh, you know, they were great. To, you know, <laughs> we should post a picture of them. It would be really. You should. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I'll go. I'll, I'll forward you one, Tim. You get a kick out of seeing them. I, where Where did you see? Where do? Where John, did you, uh, John, you're Taylor. John at the Coop down at the Coop, down yeah. in Toronto. The Coop. He has them all, and we're going to put them up for auction soon. And but well, he better, knows famous fleeting, Cindy. Uh, you you know what? We just sold one he, uh, to one of his clients. You know, they saw them, and I've got twenty five hundred dollars for one. And well, would they all go to your? Uh, Absolutely. All the money goes to Don Cherry's Pet Rescue Foundation. Every ounce, every ounce, every. And boy, nickel. we're giving away a lot of money these days. I'll tell you, Dad. The rescues are having a hard time after COVID. Well, the Don't people bought a dog, got a pup because they had nothing else to do. I guess. Eh? Yes, and then when they went back to work, and uh, the dog's becoming high maintenance because he's used to having people around, and they dumped them in rescue. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to say any people do that. Anyhow, <laughs> the Bruins goalie, Linus Ullman, is 15 and 1. 15 and 1. And he has a, a, a 1. Uh, a 3 2 average, I think. And that's his average. And then he has 937. They're going to have to get something to beat that guy. Yeah. So, yeah, the Bruins, I think they're 14 0 and 1 at home still. So, okay, Dad, I got to ask you a question about the Bruins. Zidane Chara went on a show, and he said that when the Bruins were playing Vancouver uh, in the finals, how many years ago? Yeah. And the Bruins, if you remember, Vancouver won the first two games. Yeah, right? I remember that. Right? And he, Chara said that the Bruins heard that during the practice in Boston, the morning skate, that the Canucks were practicing lifting the cup, like going over, okay, who's getting it first, then who's going to get it second, and that somebody in the organization contacted the NHL and asked how many friends and family can they bring on the ice when they win the cup. And Charles said the Bruins went a little bonkers. And if you remember, they beat them like 8 nothing the next game and stuff. Do you, and do you believe that? You know, Tim, it's not what's true. It's what the team believes. That's, that's the key. Like when I had it, I had it. We were against the world, and we were against the world. Yes, yeah, so you you're, you did have an us against the world mentality. You took right? it one step further. <laughs> well, and it was true. We were we were the outcasts of of the rest of the league. They n- did not like us because we had so many fights and stuff like well, that. Well, you went like you said that it was Harry was against us and that the owner was against you and that uh, well, you never, it, you never it, said the Boston media. The Boston media was always good too. No, they were always good to us. But the league was against the Bruins. The refs, uh, the for refs sure. were against the Bruins. And we used to get more penalties than anybody, but we could, that's how we got to kill them off so good. I think that was your biggest stats was about the penalties <laughs> against I, you guys. I remember the one time you were in Chicago and. Uh, you were really mad at Goal Magazine. Goal Magazine 
we had won like 18 straight or something like that, or we hadn't lost in 18. And they had a picture of, uh, who was it? I forget. California it Golden Seals or something, something like something that. Like they had a picture of them uh, and not us on the cover. Oh. I, I And I got it. And I used to make hay with that. That's done. That's enough about the Bruins. Um, well, wait, well, Bietzka went on last night because oh. he was on, and he he vehemently denied it. But I looked when I was watching him. I kind of said they'll protest too much a little bit there. And they uh, that Jennifer Bottle uh, was on, and she was on the the uh, women's Olympic team when yeah. they thought that the Americans were walking on their flag. It doesn't matter, Tim, as long as the team believes. That it doesn't matter whether it's true or not. Right. I probably it. both of them were were wrong, but the teams believed right. in it. Perception and, is reality. That's what somebody said. What is it? Perception is reality. If you perceive something, then it's real. That's right. All right, that's that's not for them. Ovechkin got two empty net goals, and somebody said something to him oh, right after right. the game. I watched that after he got an easy. I wonder what he said. That's how you got most of your goals, or something like that. What, another player said something. Another player on the other team. Oh yeah, so he, was kind of, he was cherry picking for the second open net. Yeah. So anyhow, and and the guy said, and and he kind of took his time, and so do you think he's going to break Gretzky's record goals? No, he keeps playing the way he's playing. He's never never hurt. That's the thing. Yeah, he's never hurt. Never hurt. And he runs. And he run. And he runs guys to pretty good too. He does. He does a pretty good number. He's the one guy that every time I watch him shoot the puck, I think of Phil Esposito, because Phil said, "It's not how hard or how accurate your shot is. It's how quick you get it off." And boy, well, he what, shoots out farther than uh, Phil though. Yeah, Phil, but he's like, but he's got Phil's thing. He does that puck's not on his stick a second. He just one times it. How yeah, he, but Phil used to do the same thing too. Anything, ping, 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 ping. Um, uh, Washington, Washington, Washington. Let's, Cindy, this is hard to believe. They have eight guys out. Eight. With eight. all the training they do and weights and all the physiotherapy, how can these players get hurt so much? I don't know. I don't know how they do it, but they do it. And eight guys out. They must pull muscles or something. Can you remember? Imagine you on the Rochester Americans. And there we was never eight, had any injuries. I know. Well, we had Did you park. play hurt? Did you play hurt or what? Like They, what? they played hurt. Oh, well, there you go. They, 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 because you know why? Because you'll be replaced pretty fast. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I don't even remember when coached the Bruins. I don't remember eight guys out. No, I don't remember eight guys out. They had eight, eight guys out. Eight, eight. That's hard to believe. Eight guys out. All right. Okay. Jack Hughes set a record against the Islanders. He was on the ice. Forget this, Sidney. One shift, six minutes and two seconds. That's longer than Phil. So that's my question. You coach Phil, who was the ultimate long shift guy. Did he ever go on for six minutes? Yeah, I don't think he ever went six minutes. I, I actually the coach left him on there for six minutes. Right. Yeah. It wasn't like the coach was yelling him to get off. He wouldn't get off because he was a, he was a big big goal scorer. But losing. six minutes. Wow. That's, I remember, boy, when Phil used to go on and on, and he'd be lining up for a face off, and he'd be adjusting his elbow pads, and then you'd call him off. Remember how he used to, and then he'd look up at the clock, yeah. and then he'd saunter off to the bench. Oh boy, we he used to say. Can you imagine him taking me off, Phil Esposito? <laughs> Mom and 70, I was oh. seventy-six goals and 
69 goals and putting this dummy on it. I know you would be pretty upset with that. Well, that was my first year. I was yeah. Mickey Mouse. Well, the other guy, too, that used to do that was Kenny Hodge. Oh, Cause, Kenny cause... Hodge used to, when he, when, he, when, when he didn't play much, he used to flex his legs all the time. Yeah, but he came he, out, he started yeah, stretching yeah, as if yeah, to like, say, well, uh, I'll do my best. Dummy put me out here now. <laughs> But both of you got funny, funny how gone, eh? we got rid of those guys in we were first place. That's the one thing. Yeah. I know you and Harry went to war, and we've talked about this before, but the guys you didn't like, Harry got rid of. No. They has to be. Some of them going up there, and they said. <laughs> they has to go. <laughs> they, they has to go. I could be a bad guy. Bad. Anyhow, what else question? So, Cindy brought up a good, we were talk, just talking before, uh, before the podcast. It's uh, Sunday morning. Um or before the game, what was your like? Did you go in the dressing room and have a big talk, and then after the game, did you go in and? No, I, I before I used to do it before. And uh, what I mean, what's the sense of going in? I, like before, before, like uh, early, and I used to talk to him. I talked to Middleton about say Middleton about covering the points, and. Um, Let me see. I would think you'd say okay. Uh, get it out of our end fast off the boards. Keep your shot low and watch the points. I could almost, I could almost tell what. Yeah, the that's speech, about it. Cindy. That that's would be the speech. Marner, well, let's talk about well, Marner. Marner. Marner's doing pretty good with the Leafs, boy. Yep, yeah, 22, uh, 22 uh, points in a row. Yeah, twenty-two points. That's pretty. But good. But you were saying you had the Leafs figured out how they're going to play. Keeps doing a pretty good job. Keep it close. Keep it close for two periods. You know, and then you know you're going to get a a power play in the third period, and then pour it on. Then, and boy, if you go over their record, they they do they they do that pretty good. They'll they'll fool around for the first, and they so try. You, I'm not saying they don't try. So, do you are you saying that the refs are a little bit leaner? Well, what on, were the what were the penalties? The, so this is Sunday morning. So last night's Calgary game, the penalties were five to two. For the Leafs and one in overtime, and you. Get I don't. I still don't believe that was a, a high stick or anything like that. I thought it, both teams have been satisfied with a two-two, but then to give them a power play, it was, game was over. Yeah, if you if the referees keep doing that and you give the Leafs five power plays, you you're not. I don't care who you are. You're not going to beat the Leafs if you give them five power. Uh, Murray plays. wasn't. Murray wasn't that good last night. He but he's a better goaltender than that. They were. They were, they were yeah, well, he kept kind of kept him in there the first the thing, yeah. but I, like and and Sutter kind of said that Sutter last night after the game he says you know it's Toronto Maple Leafs and Hockey Night in Canada and it's Saturday night and he kind of inferred that the referees kind of well, favor the Leafs and I look at some of the penalty the Leafs got and I go or uh, the Calgary got and you look and you go well the Leafs just did that two shifts ago. So I, I know, but anyhow, I, I, I and Alex Ovechkin, like I said earlier, had uh, two empty net holes. Gretzky had eight hundred ninety-five goals. I mean, you're going to have something to beat Gretzky. I'll tell you that. I know, Lloyd never gets hurt, like we were saying. Are there some players that uh, in the past that you know that don't get goals, open net goals that just say, you know, oh, what's beneath yeah. me? The so- only one I know of is a uh, uh, Brett Hall. He would not score in an empty net. He it was pa- beneath pa- him. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. That's and when, when he got all those goals, seventy goals, he would not. I mean, he probably could have had about three or four anyhow, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't score in an empty net. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's almost like well, it's he, we were talking about Marner. I mean, he had that puck and he was to, for a streak and he was looking to pass right. Like, there's a lot of guys don't like scoring in an empty net. Well, goals. a lot of guys do. 
<laughs> I think I got to admit that uh, uh, Ovechkin kind of laid it on a little, pulling around a little. Well, stick he was, that second goal he was cherry picking. He was yeah. hanging outside the blue line yeah. waiting for the puck. And and the guy said something to him. I didn't think somebody would say something to him. Some some guy said something to him. So, Dad and Cindy, we like to thank our sponsors, Spreads.ca. They're a Canadian-owned online casino and sportsbook. And if you sign up now and use the promo Grapes, they'll match your deposit up to $500. You get 10 spins on the big wheel for some big money. That means money. a lot, being Canadian, too. Yep, yeah, there's a lot that sound like they're Canadian, but they're not. They're offshore. These guys are Canadian. And uh, your first sports bet, they'll spot you 25 bucks. So I imagine they're pretty busy. You watch the World Cup at all, Dad? No. Nope. Nope. I didn't think so. It's tough watching the guys roll around after a while. I saw Tim, the guy, miss. How could you miss that net? It is such a Well, they try to so pick huge. the corners. Yeah, the king oh, uh, for England. Don't you miss the net? When I, I said, I am going to watch this game, and I saw the guy fall down <laughs> and roll it. around as if uh, uh, a sniper had hit him. I said, that's it. <laughs> no, I don't. I can't. It's painful. It's tough. So, Dad, we got a couple of questions from Facebook and Twitter. So, uh, the one question uh, they put out says, Gretzky had four 200-point seasons. Unbelievable. Uh, will, will anyone ever get 200 points again? I'll, nobody will ever get 200 points again. I, 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 I'll go on record as saying that. Nobody will ever get 200 points again, even McDavid. No, like he's doing is well. He, is he something or something to yeah. watch? So as as dominant as he is in the league right now, he's on for, if he keeps up the pace, 150-ish points. I don't care what what, what he's on. Now, did Dresky get those points, be, uh, obviously talent, but because of the team he was on, more so? Well, the or team because he of helped. His... It, it helped. Right. But the other thing, too, though, Dad, and I know people would don't believe it, but like last night, uh, somebody really cross-checked uh, uh, Matthews and knocked him down. Didn't get a penalty. I thought, man, if they ever did that to Gretzky, oh. that guy would be that guy'd be an ink spot now. <laughs> so he did. You have to admit, he did have a lot of room to roam. He did. He had a lot of guys to protect him. He had uh, Sammy Sam, uh, Saminkle, Dave Saminkle, and he had McSorley, uh, uh, Marty, and he had a lot of guys that had come to his rescue. But it, nobody, no. But we, I don't really. Do you ever really remember guys running them though? No, I don't. Well, no, I. I remember. Well, I. I don't know if I told the story or not. But uh, Ronnie Delorme, great guy, Ronnie Delorme. I just love that guy. He was looking one way, and 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 Gretzky was looking the other way, and they ran into one another. They were. Yeah, they one of those accidents. It was an accident. They collided. And they were trying to get in on in our bench, trying to get out of him. He says, "Grapes, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean to hit him." And uh, not that Ron Delorme was afraid of him. No, anybody. not that he was afraid. He well, wasn't. he fought Simenko. He just, he just, uh, he Did just he said, really? "He what? Oh, he fought Simenko that in the game. He uh, fought Dave Simenko. Uh, he he'd fight wow. anybody. That uh, Ronnie Delorme boy. They're lucky to have him. Uh, I think he's. You know, when uh, he was, he got inducted to the. I think it was the BC Hall Sports Hall of Fame. Well, he should have. Far thanked, as I can see, he thanked say. you. Oh, he did. Yeah, he says. I you got better two be guys, careful two, thanking me. He says two guys that helped him in his career were you and Pat Quinn. Anyhow, that I think a lot of Ronnie Delorme. Yeah. So, so you don't think two hundred, two hundred's out of reach for anybody? Nobody's going to get two hundred again, and as far as I'm concerned. Okay. The last question was uh, Gary Bettman says he can see the league expanding in the future. Do you think there will be a Canadian team, and if so, where? 
Well, it's it's Quebec is playing a pretty smart, and they have a beautiful building. Believe me. What did you say, Tim? I was watching it in uh, last week. They were talking about possible expansion places, and uh, they said that Quebec's building was built for hockey. And they said the fans are right over the ice. And the other, they said the other expansion team would probably be Houston. And they're Texas. keeping quiet. And uh, Houston is for where the Rockets play. But they said it's not very good. Won't be good for hockey because it's too. And don't count out. Ha- don't count out at Hamilton too because they're doing a lot of renovations. Yeah, there. it's surprising. You like you go. Okay, is it a coincidence that the Bulldogs now uh, the Junior A team has to find a new place to play? They yeah. think they might go to uh, Brantford to play. Yeah. And uh, the the Rock the lacrosse team has to go out because the Cops Coliseum or whatever it's called now. Has, is re- spending millions and millions of dollars refurbishing the rink. So there could be two two for what? <laughs> well, yeah, so it's got to you got. Uh, yeah. I say it's Quebec. I say it's Quebec, though. I really do because they're keeping quiet. They've got this beautiful NHL building, and it is beautiful. And uh, so, do you think if they expand, they're going to give one team to the to Canada? Yeah, they better. I mean, enough's enough. Yeah, yeah, Quebec's been waiting an awful long time. They've been waiting a long time. They have a beautiful arena, and they're ready the rival, to go. Yeah, and the rivalry between them and Montreal. The big thing there is they say there's not enough money in there you know, to back them up and everything. There is, believe me. Yeah, yeah. well, they would say that Quebec Corps, which is a, a multimedia yeah. giant, would be the owners. Because they own the – so then they own the building, they own the media, they own – so. That's what ex- a rivalry that is between, oh, yeah. oh boy, between Montreal and and – and uh, and and Quebec. Yeah. <laughs> well, remember the last time they had it. Yeah. Broken. The, the, what was it? Uh, Good Friday massacre and the St. Valentine's Day massacre. They they had. I tell you, they have a rivalry there. That they 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 talk about New York and the Mets and and all that stuff and everything. There is no rivalry in any sport compared to uh, Quebec and Montreal. Yeah. 